the way. We wanted men. Episode 106 of the Smuggler's Galaxy Podcast. I love watching Jason's face when I say that. It's your favorite Star Wars podcast, or at least I like to believe we are. <laughs> I'm Glenn, your host, and with me as always is Jason. Jason, what? how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm in a good awesome. mood because I went to the Saints game and the Saints won. So, yeah. Heck of a game. Explain why your voice is so scratchy so people understand. Yeah, so- <laughs> If my voice, uh, if I sound really bad tonight, it's because I just got home from the Saints-Falcons game and I yelled for about three hours, got a lot of crap from Falcons fans and uh, gave a lot of crap. And yeah, it's good times. Falcons-Saints, hell of a rivalry. I've got a buddy that has season tickets and that's sort of our been our thing for the past few years. So every time the Saints play the Falcons, uh, I get to go. And it's it's fun. It's hate week. So Saints played like crap until the fourth quarter, and then they still tried giving it away in the fourth quarter with like two seconds left, and there was a penalty, and then they blocked Atlanta's field goal. So uh, that was crushing. (laughs) And they were like building it up, like the the league league record is sixty six yards for a field goal. This is sixty three, and it's like, oh, oh, maybe he's gonna be close to a a record here, not the record, but close to it, and then boom, blocked. Yeah, I was sweating it. it. I. I was sweating it because I knew he could probably kick it. Because yeah, he was a on hell- point all game. Yeah. Anyways. And he's a good kicker. So then they blocked it. And yeah, because everybody was just like, all right, we're out of field goal range. And then there was a penalty with two seconds left. And I was like, what the hell, refs? Why are you going to give them this game? And uh, then they blocked it. So Saints win. We'll, we'll save this for the um, our other dis podcast football galaxy <laughs> football galaxy yeah this is the way to the end zone yes <laughs> did you uh pick up anything this week um just a couple things i did pick up um uh an ig11 for the blind pack from micro squadron galaxies uh Cobb yeah did you get yeah I got a Darth Maul, another ATRT. I took a point to uh, recognize what it's actually called, so I'm not doing AT whatever. Don't at me. It's right, ATRT. ATRT. Well, apparently, whoever you got the IG11 from had an extra one. So yeah, yeah. I got it. So you got one coming too. Yeah, my wife picked this up for me today. It is Hoverboard? a plush. Plush hoverboard. hoverboard from Back to the Future. Nice. What's I that can't for? bend it. Sleeping it feels on? like there's some. Huh? Is that for sleeping? I don't know pillow. what it's for. I I don't know if it's a pillow. I don't know what it is, but she picked me up a plush hoverboard. So I may not could afford the or may cannot have the prop, but I have a plush. It looks full size, man. It's pretty pretty <laughs> it's impressive. Weird. 
<laughs> it's really weird. She's like, I bought you something today. Well, first I'm at the I'm at the game and I get a notification from Plastic Empire that I have like 1500 points in my account. I'm like, what the heck did my wife just buy? Uh and she she did some trades at another store and then brought some trades there. So she'd been trading all day and she came home with two more freaking men on card Ewoks, or at least the Ewok cartoon. Oh my gosh. So now all she has left are the the chief chirpa and the or warwick or whatever the the medicine man and the uh wicket and the wicket is close to a thousand dollars minimum card so she may never get that one i think warwick is still three to four hundred dollars and she's a little bit freaked out about that one but i'm like you're this deep you might as well keep going yeah and then one of the other ones she has is like a French label. And she's like, I need now I need the American version of this. And I'm like, no. That does bother me sometimes when you get the international version. It's you've got this, I guess it's the inner OCD where you've got all these American US English stuff, and you've got that one that's not. And it's just like oh, right. My collection. Oh, and then me. we went to second chance last night after the meetup. Because then after we left the meetup about an hour early. And we went down to her sister's birthdays today. So we had dinner with everybody last night. And so I didn't really want to go home. So we went to Second Chance and she bought two more freaking Tri-Logos. Like, yeah, she counted them today. She's like, I have 12 men on cards. I'm like, doggone Did they just get those in? They've had them in. She bought the Nikto and the Prune Face. They've been Oh, through. not just Wick, uh, Ewok stuff. She's getting no. She she got Ewok stuff from Plastic Empire, and then got yeah. the Wicked, the the Tri Logo stuff from uh, Second Chance. Yeah, she's so. collecting Tri Logos now, right? Yeah, now she, I guess for some reason she wants to make a Tri Logo run. I'm like, have fun. She's putting you to shame. Get in the she game, really, Glenn. Start buying stuff. Buy stuff, just not. You haven't bought anything. Cards. Everything everything you got this week was from her, or stuff that she bought. I, I did buy some of the Super 7. They did the three and three quarter Back to the Future. Mm -hmm. I bought some of those. They had, uh, I think they had, which ones did they have? They have the Biff or the GIF, and then they had the 50s Marty. I got those. And then Griff? I bought like a Griff, yes. And then they had like a little Back to the Future. Somebody must have traded in a big Back to the Future collection because mm -hmm. they had a bunch of Back to the Future stuff. And then I got a little DeLorean that's like a, I don't even know what. It was a DeLorean with a Marty in it. So I was like, F it. I'll buy that too. <laughs> and they and had then, a. Uh, huh? Good. No, no. And then last weekend we were at, uh, went up to my in law's lake house and we're walking through this antique mall. And I round the corner and they had the kangaroo from Pulp Fiction, the little kangaroo <laughs> with the watch on it that he runs back in the. And I was like, no way. And they only wanted five bucks for it. And I realized the head was broken. So I was going to put it back. And my wife was like, no, you're not, not for $5. So I've got to go dig a watch out, like an old school watch and put on it. Because uh, then I did some research on Etsy and they're going for like a hundred bucks. So I was like, I'll deal with it having a broken head because people won't realize, you know, you won't yeah, see it. From, you're not using it for that. Right. It'll it's just be something purpose. cool to have. Right. Uh, what it's was that? Micro Machine. Um, it is, hold on, let me grab it. It is right here. Oh, I am grabbing it. 
they had this sitting in, and then at second chance i got this for you it's just a bagged millennium falcon uh it's got the tag that tag looks like it could have been from suncoast or something yeah they had yeah, a penny a on it at suncoast huh yeah it's the suncoast graphics no suncoast what was it called suncoast, suncoast video Gra okay suncoast video why would they have had that for a penny though uh, it must have been clearance, but I've never seen a bag um galoob anything before. Right. It's just a bag galoob falcon. And it's and, a bronze uh, one? Yeah, it's bronze. That's interesting. So yeah, I messaged you and you were like, I don't have it, so I want it. Yeah. Are you able to take the uh, tags off? Do they come off? I think you could take the tags off, but I won't. I'll let you deal with that. They're the five dollar tags, second chance, so that should yeah, come off. That should pop off. It's the Suncoast one that I'm worried about. Yeah, I think it. It looks like it would come off. Oh, it says nine oh nine. So would that be the date? Why two thousand nine? No, that's way too late. Yeah. Galoob was owned by Hasbro in two thousand nine, so that's way too late. I don't know. You're right. No, I mean, I'm talking Suncoast wasn't around in 09, were they? Some locations, yeah. They kind of slowly died. Okay. They weren't like Toys R Us where it's like, eh, in three months, we're all gone. Right. So I just thought, you know, I'm always on the lookout for interesting. That's weird. Baggy stuff for but you. Yeah. Or, so. Don't own one, so five thank bucks. you. I owe you five. Yeah, speaking, add it to the pile, dude. Speaking of uh, micro machines, I did notice on Deal or No Deal a pair of Chewbacca pre-productions sold for a hundred dollars each. Wow! And I'm not sure, and that's the highest I've ever seen micro machines go pre-production. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if that was the battle of the Chewy collectors or what, but it had me a little concerned that it's going that much now. I think it was a battle of the Chewy collectors because okay. you had a I bunch of so. high-end Chewy, a few high-end Chewy collectors that got in there and had to have it. Uh, you want to talk about the meetup yesterday? Well, I have, I have or news. Have, let's go through news. Have, let's go to news. Yes, and then we'll talk about the meetup. Um, did you watch the Obi Wan beyond behind the scenes thing? I have not. Oh, it, I guess we won't talk about that. You can talk about it. I mean, or you want me to watch it and then we can talk about it? No, I mean, I'll, there's really not much to talk about. It's pretty emotional. I, I just like the triumphant return of these actors to these roles that were. I mean, Ewan McGregor was pretty much, um, everyone pretty much liked his performances. It was Hayden Christensen that people thought his character was wooden and I had the complaints about and people didn't like the prequels. So it was just very cool to see these guys come back to the roles and be at the peak of their game and, and just performing with excellence and then being uh, welcomed by the community. Um, I will say that the Obi-Wan Kenobi one has like a post-credit sequence. Uh -huh. They cut into the, uh, um, this is the thing that got me really, like I was emotional before, but this thing really hit hard or hit home. Uh, they have an after credit scene at Celebration where they talk about just unveiling this to the audience and to the, the Star Wars fans for the first time. And it was at Celebration. So it kind of is a post credit scene, like a Marvel movie. But um, they open up with the shot of that main hallway kind of midway through where if you're on the far end, you look all the way down, you see the TIE fighter. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Remember Celebration? Yeah. yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, our booth is right there. And it just hit home. I'm like, oh, I remember those that weekend. That was awesome. And it just brought me back to that moment. And then to see Ewan and um, Deborah Chow and uh, Hayden Christensen talk about the 
the fan reaction was just awesome. It was. Just did, a, did it show you waving to him in a, in a when he was roaming around? Uh... No. No, <laughs> on the free floor pre-show. No, that's the after credit after after credits that are only shown at my place. <laughs> Look at you! And, oh! No, there I am crying. Yeah. I'm getting wept up in the motion. Uh, and then yeah. you probably didn't see the Andor trailer. There was a no, special statement. Yeah, I, I'm trying to go into Andor pretty much blind. Okay, because that's what I did with Rogue One, and I loved it. And I think that's why I love Rogue One the most is because yeah. I, you know, you just, you, you had no expectations out of that. So I'm hoping Andor is going to be like that. Andor is only two seasons and it's going to cover five years. It's not going to be five seasons. It's going to be okay. two seasons, uh, 24 episodes, five years. So take that to the bank. Right. I heard like the, the, this season is going to be one year and then there's going to have five time jumps or four time jumps. Yeah. In the next year. So hopefully he won't be pregnant in one of the time jumps. Right. That's Game of Thrones or Sons of Dragons or whatever. Yeah. Whatever that Game of Thrones thing yeah, it's, is. It's, it's kind of weird because you've got these two fantasy shows. This is off topic, and I'm sorry. I'll, I'll make this only two minutes long. <laughs> you've got these two fantasy shows. You've got House of the Dragon and Lord of the Rings, both that were kind of like, is this really going to? I mean, like Game of Thrones, you were like, is this going to be like season eight? Is this where this is going to be? And you thought maybe right. it's not going to be crap. But no, they hit it out of the park and it's moving fast. I mean, it's just like there's so much happening between episodes. The timelines are just so sped up. And you're like, wait, what's going on? You have to keep up. And it's really, really engaging. And then you have right. Lord of the Rings. Um, and as a Lord of the Rings fan, I'm like, is this going to be good? Is this really going to be You're going to do this? You're really going to do this? And no, they've knocked that out of the park. There's a sense of mystery, even though you know what's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the And tying it back to Game of Thrones, where this was supposed to be told over thousands of years, so they've kind of escalated it, and I would imagine it's going to be told within 30 years, so you have the same characters throughout the five seasons. Otherwise, like every two episodes, you'd have to recast it. Uh-huh. But it's just weird to see that being you know truncated into five seasons that's supposed to be thousands of years but it's not and it's just like who's this character and um there's things happening it's like wait oh i, I think i know who that is oh wait maybe he's not and it's just i'm getting excited about it it's good it's good anyways yes i enjoy it so lord of the the lord of the rings thing do you have to should i have watched the lord of the rings movies before i watched the show i don't think so you're just not going to be clued in as to what's going on. They do show like a sword in episode three, which is a sword that has an important significance in Lord of the Rings. Okay. But you wouldn't know that. You'd just be like, oh, why are they focusing on that sword? Right. And they linger Kind of like in The Rise of Skywalker. If you've never seen any of the movies and suddenly someone out of the blue gives Chewbacca a medal, you're like, what? what's that about? Right. Gotcha. Anyways, cool. Someone what was ca- kind of- someone huh? was cast as Ezra Bridger, but um, I think autocorrect changed the spelling on me. Uh huh. And so I'm just pulling this up. Just trying to stall. Yeah, it did. Iman is Esfandi. Uh huh. Has been cast as Ezra Bridger on Ahsoka. 
I don't know who he is, but he looks like he could play a good Ezra. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah it's it's kind of a bummer because the whole thing is like, where is Ezra? So it's like, oh, they found him. Okay, don't need to watch that show. <sighs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. <laughs> Dude, that does you take so... some of the mystery out of it. Like we know where this is going. Yeah, I mean, you knew it was gonna happen, but do they? Well, here's they also. What if they never really find him, or maybe they find him, but you know, yeah. oh yeah, they're casting Thrawn and Ezra, but they're light years away, you know, and they're they're focusing on what they're going through, but you're not seeing them connect with Ahsoka yet. Yeah. You know, like you're gonna see two different halves of the of the show. Yeah. Story. I don't know. Like, I, I really wonder what happened to Ezra and Thrawn. Yeah. Well, that's what Ahsoka's for. Did Thrawn corrupt Ezra? Like, why wouldn't Ezra just be like, um, "I'm going back to find my people now"? Probably because, uh, was it? Yeah, they ran his star destroyer, right? Yeah, and it seems like Thrawn is out doing stuff if people know where he is. If we tie it back to season two of The Mandalorian where someone possessed the knowledge of where Thrawn was, I would make the the logical jump that Thrawn got away, started interacting with people, and they know where he is because of that. Interesting. Right? Maybe. I think that's a logical jump. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. We did miss a bunch of Black Series. I I thought you'd have more. Do that. Do you want to talk about D twenty three and the image that yeah, they released? Yeah. What did I, you mean? Thought I'd have more to say about what Ezra or? Yeah, I thought you'd be more excited. Well, I was waiting. Like... I was kind of waiting for you to get into the D twenty three stuff before I really got into it, but they they did show that one picture of they basically because like D twenty three they did a Star Wars panel which was basically all the it was basically a redo redo of the one from Celebration but they added a couple of things from Ahsoka and they had a live action like shot on the wall of the mural. And then they had a live action Sabine. And I don't know who, if it was the actress that I really played Sabine, they never really showed her face, but they had an, someone dressed up as Sabine touching the mural as the end of rebels. And I kept waiting cause they released the Andor trailer. They released the, all the trailers from uh, the, the the Tales of the Jedi trailer, they released the Mandalorian trailer, they everything from a celebration except the Ahsoka trailer. So I just kept scrolling my phone all day, waiting. When are they going to release the Ahsoka trailer? And and you just were like, "Dude, stop! It'll it'll be okay." Because we were at the meetup, and I'm I just, didn't say that. <laughs> no, you were just like, "It's always." Why is you were sounding like Indiana Jones when he's like, why does it always have to be snakes? You were like, why does it always have to be rebels with you? And I'm like, I didn't say that like that either. <laughs> no, but you I said it like, always goes back to rebels. It always goes back to rebels. Yes, it does. <laughs> so they didn't show the Ahsoka trailer, but they had that 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 one picture had me tore up all day. Yeah, they also showed a picture of Ahsoka. Yeah, and then they shared a photo from the skeleton crew with Jude Law. Yeah. Which is like the Stranger Things, which does that take place during the Mandalorian time? I don't know. I thought it did. I don't I know. But I don't know when that timeline is, but it yeah, it looks cool. I I just want good Star Wars content, man. That's yeah, why I hope Andor is awesome. That comes what two weeks? Yeah, two weeks from now, not now. <laughs> Maybe about a week from when this drops. 
Yeah, so like the 23rd or something or 21st? I think it's the 21st. Okay, with three freaking episodes? Yeah, so when this drops, you've got about a week and a, a day if you listen to it right away. But if you're listening to this years from now, I'm sorry. Just tune into <laughs> Disney Plus and watch it now. Dude, I'd be impressed if people are listening to this years from now. Yeah, probably not. I wish I <laughs> saved all the original files just to have them. I have them. They're all in my computer if my computer, if I ever uh, get it back and it doesn't crash. Um, The other thing at D23, Mandalorian is going to be walking around Disneyland. I saw that. But I'm not so... Disney World. And when we were talking to our friend Susan about this a couple of weeks ago, she thinks that because Disneyland is a, a lot less people go to Disneyland, that's why they'll do that cool crap in Disneyland and they won't do it in Disney World. But it looked pretty good, dude. That I would be happy with Launch Bay. Just throw Mandalorian over in the Launch Bay so I can take a photo with him and Grogu. Right. They even had a, that... BB, a BB-8 meet and greet. Just throw Grogu yeah. up on a shelf and let me take a photo with him. Right. And that Grogu looked good because I was watching and he's moving around and the Mando, there's no trick. If there's trick, somebody's got a remote for Grogu somewhere. Yeah. And I don't know if Mando has it or if somebody's following him, yeah. but the Grogu's like, Ari, Grogu's like on a timer or something, but that sucker's moving on his own. Yeah. The, they spent money on that. The latest rumor is that Disneyland Paris, they're not getting Galaxy's Edge, they're getting Avatar. They were originally supposed to get, and it doesn't matter to any, I mean, it matters if you're in France, but Euro I'd Disney's apparently mad. getting the Avatar stuff, Pandora. I'd be mad if I was in, well, I guess, you know, Avatar is coming back out. So why not? Yeah, and Star Wars is not, because it's all TV shows now. Right. Well, I mean, that Flight of Passage was is an amazing ride. Yeah. I'll wrap up. Yeah, it is. It's pretty fun. It's not as good as smugglers run or rise of the resistance i haven't been yeah but oh my god so so let me just tell this quick story so um mandy sent me a link to join sort of like win disney tickets so i fill it out and i get a phone call hey guess what congratulations we just need you to sit through a half an hour hour and a half presentation so it's a freaking timeshare on zoom <laughs> and i'm like so they're trying to sell you on all this stuff and they're like, oh yeah, you won that Disney trip. It sucks. And I'm like, why the hell would you tell me that? So and I'm why waiting to hear it. Because you have to go, if you go to uh, California, it's a red eye coming and going and it's two days and three nights or three nights, whatever, three nights and two days or two days, whatever, two nights, whatever. It's two nights. So they were just kind of poo-pooing because they wanted to, to get me to buy their freaking vacation package because they're like, oh, that package is – we give you a $3,000 credit to, uh, you know, if you if you turn your thing back in. And I'm like, I don't want to just want my Disney trip. In. I just want my <laughs> damn Disney trip. So it was like – it ended up – they were like, it's $6,000, and then you can vacation for $200 every time you go. And I'm just like, yeah, but it cost me – Six thousand dollars to get in on your thing, plus four hundred dollars a year, plus the two twenty nine trip. I'm not making. I'm not saving any money, man. Yeah. So freaking. Yeah. Thank yep. God it was on Zoom, so it wasn't too bad. But right. that was how we spent our Friday night. You guys know how to party. Oh, it was freaking great. <sighs> yeah. 
Um, Ryan Johnson still hopes hopes to make his next Star Wars movie. He still okay. talks to Kathleen Kennedy, so don't count it out. He's just busy with other things. The I just saw a review today of Glass Onion, the next Knives Out movie, and it's like the review said it was bigger and better than the the first one, which is mm. like the first one was pretty phenomenal. That was an A plus movie, so I can't imagine him topping that. I guess I need to watch that movie too. You haven't seen Knives Out? No. Knives Out is the bomb. Is it? It's really good. I, really, I saw, really good. I saw Jurassic Worlds on Paramount Plus or not Paramount Peacock. So I'm gonna have to watch that. The first one or Dominion? No, the Dominion is on. I think it's yeah, it's on Peacock. It's either Peacock or Hulu. I think it's Peacock. It's not on Hulu, so it's probably Peacock. Okay, what's on Peacock? It is so a universal. Like, okay, well then there you go. Now yeah, I gotta freaking watch that because i've been what i even i heard it stinks but i still want to see i still want to see it is I it bad see my face yeah i do see your face you've got that yeah smell. like when it comes to those jurassic park jurassic world movies the first jurassic park is it, it's by far the it makes all the others look like it's godfather compared to those like, right it's just the best and it just gets worse as it goes jurassic well, world plus, was fun but uh-huh it's no Jurassic Park. And and Jurassic Park kind of always holds a special place in my heart because I watched it the day I graduated high school. Oh, so we did the Yeah, so you did the graduation um practice like first thing in the morning and then you had like the rest of the day to kill. Yeah. And me and a friend of mine were like, "Hey, we're watching Jurassic we're reading, we just got done reading Jurassic Park, so let's go see the movie while we have this 3-4 hours to kill." Was that 94? 93. 93. So I was 13. Yeah, I saw yeah. that tons of times. I remember going to see that with my grandfather, and he fell asleep <laughs> in the middle. I'm like, Grandpa, wake up. And we got out of the theater. I'm like, I can't believe you fell asleep. He's like, I didn't fall asleep. He said, did you see the part with the rocket ship? And I didn't see a rocket ship. <laughs> you fell asleep, too. <laughs> Dad jokes. And then a uh, couple other things to wrap it up. We've skipped a bunch of Black Series releases. There's the new Andor, Cassian Andor from Aldani Mission and an Imperial Officer just labeled Dark Times, which are pre-ordered uh, at Walmart on Thursday, October 6th. And then there's another two figures from Andor, a Shore Trooper, Target exclusive, an Imperial Officer, Ferex. I don't know if that's the planet or what, but... That'll be pre-ordered on September 23rd at 9 a.m. Definitely want that short trooper. Yeah. Even though it's a repack. That's my dude. And then uh, the last thing is that there is some sort of Black Series 40th anniversary Admiral Akbar with Kenner Deco. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to be a London Comic-Con exclusive from October 28th to the 1st, but I'm sure that's going to be available in the U.S. at some point, it's probably like a Hasbro exclusive. Um, I didn't see much difference. I, I don't know. Like, there's just not a lot of difference between the regular version and the uh, Black Series, uh, the Kenner version. So I'm like, what? What's the difference there? But maybe yeah. it's just a stretch, and they're just repainting things. You know, Hasbro loves a good repaint. Yeah. And that's it for the news. The news is brought to you by the Georgia Lions of Star Wars Collector September Meetup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we had our meetup yesterday with uh, our buddies Lewis and April. They uh, they hosted. 
where they Cartersville? Cartersville. They're right outside Carter's of Cartersville. Yeah. And uh they always have a really awesome spread and he had done the running of the hoods, which you got confused about because you thought it was a physical race, but no, it was a race to find eggs, which turned out to be marbles because he used to collect yeah. frog eggs to buy his Star Wars figures. I I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> I thought if you got the frog eggs, you get $5. And then if you uh, win the race, if you get first place in the race, you get the figure. I passed oh. both frogs because <laughs> I didn't want the $5. I wanted the figures. <laughs> so I find that and so I'm kind of like coming out on the tail end because I was so, like I'm not running it's too hot yeah yeah so and, it's in it's in a woods wooded area yeah. so just to describe it to people it's behind his house he's got some woods but there's paths and it's a well-defined path and so you just follow this around and then there's ceramic frogs in the middle of the path one was kind of hidden and then in that area was a hidden bag of marbles, which represent the frog eggs. And the story quickly about the frog eggs is that he would sell actual frog eggs as a kid to earn five bucks and buy his action figures. So right. I ran into there wearing my Wilro Hood costume, thinking I just needed to finish the race, come in first place and win the action figure. Lisa's behind me and I'm like, Lisa, there's a frog right here. So there's got to be eggs. I'll see you later. <laughs> and that's the one you found apparently yeah i found the first one because they were all looking and then all of a sudden i see a ziploc bag underneath some uh pine straw and i was like doink i'll grab this one and uh then uh fernando's is it his sister yeah Minnie. yeah she Minnie. yeah she had found the second one so i got like a little three and three quarter uh, so first of all, when I turned him in, he hands me $5 and he's like, do you want $5 or you want the custom figure? I'm like, I want the custom figure. So it, it was actually a really good, well done uh, real row hood, three and three quarter real row hood that he used uh, Lando's head, but then like an Imperial officer's body and painted the body orange and made a little Cantono and put it in a little case and stuff. And in second place was a uh, a bigger, a 12-inch version of it. So both of them were looked incredible. Yeah. Uh, so I've got it sitting. If you look hard enough, you might could see it, but it's sitting with all my patches, the Robo Hood ice cream set. Nice. Um, I got to rearrange everything. We're, don't even, my wife's looking at her case going, I need to rearrange all this stuff. It's like, yeah, you kind of do. Um, so, yeah, but anyway, we're doing that. And him and you, you and him are both dressed in your railroad hoods. And uh, so we start doing the auction for Choa and uh, there was some cool stuff. You had done some, you'd done a piece of art that my wife bought and some Lewis did a piece of art that she also bought. And there was, you know, post, so we ended up raising about 400 bucks for the 50, 50 for the club and, and uh, so 200, Choa, bucks, so each. 200 bucks, bucks, bucks each basically. Nice. So I'm in the middle of doing this and he walks out, Lewis walks out in pink shorts, shirtless in pink shorts, holding a boom mic, like the old school um, pink shorts boom guy. mic operator, pink shorts guy. And I had to stop what I'm doing. So I'm sure it's on video somewhere. But yeah, it's up seen. on our page in the Georgia Alliance and, page. And I just, I had to laugh for like two minutes, just stop what I was doing. Cause it, I look over my shoulder and I see a shirtless Lewis and I look and I'm like, oh no, he's sound guy. 
Yeah. Big shorts guy. Yeah. So he just, that's the kind of stuff he does when uh, he hosts. It's just, he, he, it's so well thought out. And like I've said before in, in some of these episodes that he's, he just thinks of ways, you know, cause I guess, you know, from his childhood, it was always fix it instead of buying another one. So he's always still thinking about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, how could I fix this instead of buying one? Yeah. And uh, all his stuff is, you know, like even his childhood stuff has got, you know, cloth capes on his, um, Darth Vader, because it's like, no, we're not buying you a new one. Go make a cape. And, yeah. you know, just really well done stuff like that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Do you have any any thoughts on it? Um, I just we, we all saw the collection. We went in there for a little bit and then we came out and I would say, you know, like 95 percent of that meetup was just us hanging out with each other. Yep. Five percent Star Wars. Yeah. Which is pretty. And cool. that's yeah, that's kind of cool. Um, I know we're gonna do start doing like some neutral sites. So we're you you came or actually uh Tim. Tim. Yeah, I was gonna say Troy, Tim, Mike, too many T names <laughs> came up with a good idea of us doing like a paint and sip where you uh drink alcohol and paint so yeah. that we can all come home with our own custom Painting. Star Wars piece of art. And uh, I think we're gonna look into that. Or you were saying you were Yeah, I reached it. out to a place. Um, so there's probably like two options where I reach out to paint and twist painting with a twist to see if they can do that which i've already done but then the other option would be to try to find uh like a hall somewhere where we can just do it ourselves and i would buy all the canvases and i would buy um i would sketch out what we're going to paint and i would have to get the paints we have tons of paints but we need paint brushes and we would need enough paints and we've kind of done those parties before um my daughter did that for a birthday party so We've kind of know what to expect to do something like that. Um, uh-huh. We'd probably want to just charge people 10 bucks to make sure they come. Right. But like, yeah, my, we'll my, see. I mean, I don't want to get yeah, too far my only, Yeah. My only thing with you guys doing it is we've done a lot of stuff up in this, in the town. I kind of want to get closer, like perimeter mall, I think is the one you found, which is more central. Yeah. Well, even if we so, could find a place to rent, it doesn't need to uh-huh. be up here. It doesn't need the whole point is okay. to find a neutral site. Right, exactly. To do this party. It doesn't have to be here. Gotcha. Anyone in the uh Georgia area, Atlanta area, Georgia area. Anyone in the Atlanta area knows of a place that you can rent out a hall with tables and chairs for two, three hours. Let us know. Yeah. So yeah, it was a good meetup. It was fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Um how late did you end up staying? Oh, uh, we we adjourned around four o'clock. Okay, it was twelve to four. I, we stayed the time. At the time, they had family show up at around uh, three thirty. Okay, and so we kind of sat around and talked about a couple things, and then we kind of left at four. We said goodbye. We helped them pack up and took off. I really hate it. It always seems if I have somewhere to be at a meetup, like if I've got to cut out early, that's the meetup where things are going really good and doesn't want to end early or ends you know at four or five o'clock and it just i feel i hate do i hate leaving early when it's like that yeah but i ended up leaving about three o'clock yesterday or yeah it was yesterday because we had a birthday party to go to yeah it was a good time yeah it was a lot of fun always love a good meetup yeah so on to october yeah which will be at second chance and skippy is November, and then we have yep. the Winter Social, which I need to start prepping for. 
Right, which means I need to start booking for January, February next year. It's already February. To that point. February, let's shoot for the paint night. I guess we're okay. <laughs> yeah, because it's cold. We'll, we'll we'll table this for later. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> the, we're getting into the exciting <laughs> podcast where we do administrative tasks. Uh, don't forget <laughs> to carry the one. Right. Subtract thirty. Okay, exactly. Yeah. Uh, stamp that file, please. You make sure you stamp that that paper appropriately three times and sign in triplicate yes all right i will right now snap staple have you seen my stapler hey let's my stapler okay i need my stapler okay um, but I'm gonna the red this. stapler it's a swing I'm line i'm gonna blow this place up, I'm up. <laughs> better get a piece of cake because last time i asked for cake and i got no cake there's no cake and they told me i was gonna get a piece of cake and I didn't eat your cake. Yeah, that was great. I was totally doing that yesterday as I was cutting the birthday cake. Cool. Cool, man. On to the topic you wanted to discuss. Yeah. Sensitive this topic. one, it's kind of sensitive because um, I'm just going to throw this out there to begin with because um, basically with AFA getting bought out by Hake, the company that owns Hakes. Is it a diamond? Watch, it, yeah, diamond distributors. Is it diamond like distributors that. or just diamond? I don't know. Uh, but anyway, they got screaming out. in the car right now. Yeah, they got bought out by the company that owns Hank's auction house. And so it feels in the community, it's kind of brewing. It's very, it hasn't even really, it's just now really starting to bubble to the surface that it's a conflict of interest because AFA would. If somebody if they know that something's going into the auction, they would grade it high so that they would get more money. So is it diluting AFA's standing in the community or whatever because they are they're doing that or people feel they're doing that? Uh, you know, there's nothing. This is all alleged. So we're not. It's just the way people feel. We we're not. I'm not accusing AFA of doing anything. This is just a conversation topic. I thought would be interesting to cover. Uh, you know, to put all our cards on the table. AFA's in our backyard. I've got stuff at AFA now. You've used AFA. Uh, I've used CAS. It, it, I it, and to me, it's a pick and choose uh, topic. You know, do I want something archived? Or do I want something displayed? If I want it displayed, it goes to a CAS. If I want it archived, I send it to AFA because they both, that's sort of where I think that's their niche. Um, so just to put everything out there, it's just a discussion. I'm not alleging anything. I'm just, I'm curious how you feel, how I feel, and just have an open discussion about it for a few minutes. Yeah, I think it's Diamond Book Distributors, first of all. I'm just trying to make sure we get this right, but they're not, I don't know if that's true yet. Well, anyways, I'm just trying to be factual because you know someone's right. yelling at us in the car, and yeah, yeah, it can be a conflict of interest. And um, again, we know people who work at AFA, and I don't mean to um, talk bad about them. I think we're just talking high level. Is this just because you could doesn't mean you should? Um, right. I, I think the issue is, oh, this is a nice. Uh, if Hakes gets something, um, normally. Uh, if it's a really nice carded figure, they could just auction it. Now they can say, hey, you know, we've got this grading company and this will grade hide. Um, is Are they telling, I doubt it, but are they telling AFA, hey, grade this high so we can get more in this auction? Right. 
I, I don't think I want to go that far, but it, you know, it, that's it, a possibility. It's a There's possibility. no evidence that's happening. Right. But Correct. that's, the, that's the true fear. Right. It is. It is. It, that's, I think where everybody's fear is. And I think it grading has always been, do you do it or not? And people feel grading's a scam. I don't think it's necessarily a scam, but I do think it's weird that you, you know, you'll get a figure that you ungraded. It's a $40 figure, but then you grade it yeah. and it grades a 90. All of a sudden it's a $400 figure. Yeah. Uh, so it, you're, you're, or, you know, you are like, if it grades low, you lose money, you know, like I've yeah. got it, my DT loops is 75 plus. So it, I didn't pay that much for it. I paid a lot for it, but I paid less in general because it graded a 75, but it's still a DT. It still has the paper. It's got a really nice saber to it. Um, so it just, it just great. I, I great. It, it, it's, it's, um, it's a very an opinion, a very opinionated, a very. I, I'm looking for another word that I can't think of that means opinion, but I'm trying to sound smarter. Um, but that's sort of where grading is. I, I think I I'll grade if I want to archive more than anything. I'm not grading for a quote unquote investment. I'm grading to archive stuff. But you can get that stuff from Ian, right? Without spending more money to grade it. And you're still archiving it. I will not grade a mint on card, but I'll grade like I've got a, a Taiwan FET that has a whatever V4 blaster, whatever the blaster that's $150 that I graded for the, the purpose that I wanted to make sure that that blaster always stayed with that FET. And I didn't want to lose a $150 blaster because it fell on the floor and yeah. went down a vent somewhere. So that's why I grade. Uh, you, you know, it's it's more to archive stuff. But yeah, you're right. You can, you can call Ian and get get a case that archives it or you know keeps it up just as nice. Yeah, I think the only time I'm ever going to grade things again is if I need for authenticity, right? To say this is what I say it is. Exactly. The rest of the time, uh, an acrylic case is fine by me. I just I'm not. I think the people who are <laughs> bite my tongue. Because <laughs> there's there there's an easy way to make money. You buy right. a lot, you see this is worth a lot, you get it graded, and then you flip it around, not for your twenty percent markup, but you're selling it maybe for two hundred percent markup. All you've done is you you've gone and you've slapped a ninety on the side of it, and suddenly it's oh, it's worth twelve thousand dollars, whatever the case may be, and it's just like right. it's the same figure. You're ripping this guy off. You just bought it for two hundred bucks, and now you're selling it for twelve thousand. Like, mm -hmm. this is not good for the community. This is the reason right. things. Are... And the thing that I'm having trouble wrapping my head around, and this is all aging plastic. Mm -hmm. You spend twelve thousand dollars in. There's no guarantee that your figure is not going to suddenly start getting fuzzy, because it's starting to break apart. It just right. seems. It seems safer that way to buy something sometimes. If you're not sure if it's a recard or something like that, you just let the experts at AFA or CAS or wherever just go through it and say, yeah, that's what they say it is. It's not recarded. It's an original figure. But I think where the problem is that people come into the hobby, I guess we're, we've kind of moved off of hakes and AFA. We're well, talking, we can talking bring about it grading back in general. to it. But it is a problem when people come into the hobby 
and they're flipping things and they're making a business. Um, and then the weird thing is that I've noticed is that like, if you're not selling to some individuals or if you're not buying from individuals, you are the problem in the hobby. And it's like, you haven't noticed that? No. Yeah. There's a couple individuals where I've seen them say comments, like um, they kind of dismiss some of the people in the hobby because they're not buying or selling. And it's like, some people have a collection. They don't need to buy. And those people who have a collection, they're going to keep their collection and they're not going to sell. That doesn't make them bad people. That doesn't make no. them. Yeah, it's happening. That's stupid. Well, this is the same people who are, are buying things in lots and grading them and flipping them and having market. Like that's part of the reason why I stopped the market um, report because I see people coming to the hobby and turning this into like a stock market. Apparently this is a hot button topic with me. Um, <laughs> I'm going off, but people have come into the hobby and they've got these market reports and it's like, they're treating this like this is an investor field and it's mm -hmm. a hobby. And yeah, there's a struggle between people who are hobbyists and people who are investors, but it's the investors that are jacking up the prices purposely and ruining it for the hobbyists who just want to collect like me. I just, I would love to have, you know, the full run of 12 backs and 21 backs and 20 backs, whatever, but it's way out of my price league right now because someone has jacked the prices up to $3,000, $4,000, whatever the case may be purposely driving those prices up to make a profit ruining it for someone like me who's a hobbyist right i i can feel your aggravation because i'm thankfully i finished my 92 run three four years ago before the you know probably yeah probably closer to jesus the pandemic just screwed with us uh you the know pandemic and then disney buying right but but i'm just time-wise i lose two years because of the or a year and a half because of the pandemic so you know i probably finished my loose run four or five years ago before prices went insane and thankfully i had a lot of help getting there that i couldn't have done it without help and uh you like you said it's it's you still find that help or crap yeah you're right it it, it is an investment and i don't know if it's gonna crash soon but i do you are starting to see stuff you know people that got into it with during COVID or now, like it's time to get out, you know? Yeah. I don't think if you spent, I don't think things are going to crash. I think they're just going to plateau and I'm not yeah. an ex expert in any sense, but if I sold, if I bought something for $500, I'm just using this as a nice number. I'm not going to sell it for three. Right. I might be done buying things, but I'm not going to sell it until I can get my money back or more. Right. So if people stop with their interest in the hobby, um, the prices are not going to go down because people are not going to sell it at lower than what they bought it for, especially if you're starting to get into the real dollars of like $5,000 for like $10,000 for uh, the early bird set. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's ever going to go down to $5,000. No, that's going to keep going north. There's not going to be a crash in the hobby. I right. Think especially it's just like, dissolve one day. Yeah. Not like, like you were, you were saying, I don't, if it's going to crash, I think it'll crash on the loose figures versus the the higher end stuff. But I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily see a crash. I, you know, I like you said, a plateau or, you know, people are going to get, they're going to stop spending six hundred bucks on a yak face. 
Yeah. You know, because unless you just really, really need one or people are, you just, I, I guess I don't need a yak face or you're going to wait for somebody to do a custom one, buy the custom one. Yeah. I'm trying to take it back. <laughs> we can that... keep going down this road and just edit the whole AFA thing out. No, I, it's fine. We're not going to edit. Um, we don't edit. <laughs> Why? Anymore. What's what's editing, man? What's yeah. editing? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 frustrating, and I still want to know how things get graded as high as they do. What's the checklist? Share the checklist. What, can I find a checklist of like, if I'm looking at a figure? Okay, it's got that check. It's got that. Nope, it's not that. Nope. And it, like people just look at figures sometimes. That's going to grade a seventy. How do you know? Right. Just because the paint's not on it anymore. I I think people. Yeah, I think it's that. And I think people, they kind of have sent enough stuff in to get graded that they know what what's what. I mean, I sent uh, a C-3PO one time that was freaking cherry and it graded an 80 because it had a vein, a paint vein on the back of his leg. And they were just like, sorry, you know, uh, that's the way it is. You know, there's no, that that's what it graded that. And this is why, you know, so they were able to give me a, a at least a, an issue why what the issue was but um yeah there's no i don't think there's a a set scale or whatever and i think it's all uh their opinion or their you know are they having because you can have stuff grade one day at a 75 and the next day i mean not not i'm not not next day but you know send stuff in that grades an 80 or grades a 75 and the next time it'll grade an 80 and it just guy could have been having a bad day or he could have been having a good day and you know you just you you're not sure yeah, but I'm sure there's some. There's got to be some algorithm algorithm out there. I don't know. Whenever companies are buying up other companies, it's never good for the the end user, the the right. person who's using it. It's usually good for the company companies themselves, not for the people who use them. So I don't. Right. I mean, that's my fear with the Hakes AFA thing. Um, there's no evidence that's happened. This is all just a hypothetical. I just want to make sure this is the legal disclaimers there that this is all hypothetical, that this could possibly happen if it was put in the wrong hands of someone. Um, that that that's my concern, and there's no evidence yeah. of it. But it, it it's starting to become a hot topic issue. That's why we wanted to discuss it. Uh, but yeah, we we haven't seen any evidence, but you do start, I mean, because that's, I know there's been, it's just definitely could be a conflict of interest and, you know, you're just, you're wondering what's going to happen. Yeah. Because um, you do, I don't, have you seen anything graded since Hakes bought AFA graded by CES or UKG in a Hakes auction, or do you pay that close I've been attention? Paying that close attention, but now that you mention it, that'd be interesting to check out if Hakes is only dealing with AFA stuff now. I mean, that right there, if that's if they not are not putting that stuff that other other companies' grades in their uh thing, it it, it would be interesting to see if they're, they're doing that, yeah, because then that you you that would be a, a check, yeah. Like, I go just to clarify what my concern is. Um, because we've talked about this a couple of times, but Disney buys Lucasfilm, and then suddenly everybody who's dealing with Lucasfilm has to deal with the Disney manufacturers overseas. Less quality check, um, less quality for the end user. We all suffer 
all because Disney's forcing this. So that's not a good thing for us who are collectors who like the hobby. And then you've got eyes that are in ears on action figures because there's no quality check. So that's the kind of thing that I'm worried about. But I don't know. Um, I haven't paid that close attention to Hakes just because, again, it's all out of my price range. Things keep going yeah. north. And then on top of it being, uh, you know, an expensive item, you're paying uh, buyer's premium. So you're paying like a, what is it, 10 or 15, maybe even upwards of almost 20% buyer's premium on on some of these things. So you, 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 yeah, he could get out of hand real fast. Uh, As far as that goes. When it was first out. What was that Bitcoin? I should have bought Bitcoin when it first came out. <laughs> I heard that had a big crash. Yeah, it's still crashing. Jeez. But whatever. Um, that's it. <laughs> and I think and and getting back to this kind of crap, an investing thing, I think stuff like that is going to force people to to get into more investing, collecting as an investment versus collecting as a hobby. Because you do have the crash of Bit Bitcoin, and you got the crash of all that stuff that, uh, you know, yeah, what's going to happen? Yeah, it's it's. <clears throat> I didn't focus my collection on vintage stuff when I probably should instead of modern stuff, and now it's just way out. Like vintage stuff was always like I always wanted the best. I wanted it to look good, so I'm not going to waste my time on that. Um. So I'm just going to continue with the modern stuff and I'll worry about the vintage stuff when I'm later down the road. And now it's like, okay, I've played that game for 10 years and I see how that's worked out. So it's not working out well and I can't afford it. So <laughs> right. it's like, I don't know where I'm going with that rant, but <laughs> I, I had a point when I started and then I lost it somewhere along the way. I looked at you and that's <laughs> what happened. Oh, did you see bored. my pretty face and forget all about bored. it? I'm not bored. I was looking at my wife's. I, I didn't bring the charger for the for the computer, so I'm kind of watching that I was doing stuff to the computer so it'll last. What's um, what's the cheese in the hobby? Like, what are people saying about this whole AFA Hanks thing? I, I I think people are just concerned that AFA will Hanks will push AFA's buttons or be like hey look this this piece is getting ready is a, is a high-end piece um graded high or make sure it gets a couple of points higher that's i think the concern in the hobby that they, they will inflate the grade to get more money out of it because it's it, there's no official checklist it's correct. all yeah it's all hearsay and it's all this is how i feel and there, yeah, like you said, there's no, there's no fact checking. There's no, nothing to fall back on. So maybe that's something that they could work on. Uh, you know, maybe that, you know, Hey, this is our checklist. And yeah. cause I've know, heard the... oh, I got to stop. In... I got to stop interrupting you. <laughs> and, and they know it's all good, dude. I interrupt you too. So we're good. Uh, but you know, they could be like, this is our checklist. And then you get so many points deducted that boom, it's a it's 85 and then boom, it's 80. And then boom, you know, each, you know, that may be something that they could do, but I don't know if that's something that, you know, it's like the, the Coca-Cola secret formula that only four people know and they never travel on the same plane. <laughs> Is it something like that? Yeah, it's. You hear those stories. This is never. And again, this is all hypothetical. We're not making any accusations. We're not saying this has happened. We just want to make sure we make that clear. Um, right. 
we trust that the people who are at AFA are doing their job. Oh, I, I have no doubt that yeah, AFA like, is still doing a killer job. Uh, like I said, um, I got stuff at AFA right now that I'm waiting to get We also get believe back. that everyone at AFA is currently ethical and they're not doing this. So we just want to make right. sure we make that clear. We're just voicing concerns that if the people we trust suddenly aren't there anymore, uh, they've moved on to other jobs. This is the concern later down the road that hasn't happened. So I don't have any concerns. Just want to make sure we say all that disclaimer stuff. <laughs> right. We'll say it for like five more times. Because I don't want, yeah, I don't want somebody to see the, the the header image for this week's podcast and then click on it and then get mad because we're talking bad about them. But I mean, I right. have heard stories where people and I've, I've seen YouTubes where people will crack open a graded item and then resubmit it and then get a different grade. Yeah. So it is arbitrary. It is subjective. And it all depends on the day that the person's having. What if someone's having uh, like, what if, you know, Hakes gets something, they crack it open, they send it back to AFA, not realizing they just graded it and they graded higher. Like, that's a more of a possibility than I think Hakes saying, hey, no, you need to grade this in 95. Mm-hmm. They get a 90. Or, or what? Right. I'm sorry. I, I should have let you finish your thought. No, they get a 90. They crack it open, send it back. The next time it's a 95. Without mm-hmm. that checklist to fall back on, to say this is the reason why it graded a 90 or a 95, it's kind of like it's all subjective. Subjective. Right. Our, our, I'm, are you, I'm sorry. I, you're, you're drinking, so you're done thought. What if like, or what if they did something like somebody had a low grade and they're like, no, nah, this thing needed to be graded higher and then they send it back to get a higher grade? Possible. Yeah. Hypothetical. Hypothetical. I mean, it could happen. It just, it just, it, it's not. And I think this sort of was, when they first announced uh, that they were buying AFA, I think this was sort of people were like, whoa, that don't look good. Yeah. And now people, I think people, they're not that people, not that, like I said, not that anything, there's no proof of it. People are just concerned. So uh, nothing you know, has changed because I was wondering why you brought this topic up. And I thought something because I'm inside the hobby, then, one step, one foot out of it. And I'm like, did something happen? No, nothing happened. We just have there. There are certain chats that have happened, and this has kind of been a running topic. And there's been stuff in certain groups that it's been a topic. Uh, it's a hot button for certain people. So I just thought it would be, hey, let's talk about this because we we needed a topic. What if I spray painted a yellow stormtrooper and submitted it to AFA? What would happen? AFA would tell you to pound sand. That's another issue. Okay, so let's 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 just, bring up. Just you, joked with that. I know you're bringing it. You're joking. I'm making but a joke. Yeah, I would never well, do anything like that. No, but there was another thing that. So now CAS, they're grading customs, and that's another hot topic because they're like, "Why are they doing that?" And it's like, "Well, because somebody sent that in to get graded." CAS is not as. I high brow as AFA, and I say that as jokingly. So don't somebody take it the wrong way. But CAS is, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. CAS is a display company. AFA is an archival company, and I've said that to people that work at both companies, and they're like, "I agree." So that's not, I don't, that's not something I've hidden, you know. Yeah. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. That's how I feel about both companies. But CAS is a is a is a display company so if i have a custom that i want displayed really awesome you know made it look old school and they want to grade it i don't have a problem with it uh i do have a problem with uh like a mark poon 
that's made to look like a custom or somebody is trying to deceive somebody. Yeah. And because CAS has gotten burned by this, that they've graded something saying, hey, this is a fake card and somebody sells it for real. They some they never list that it's a fake card, but hey, it's graded by CAS. Uh, and this was years ago and they got burned by it. And they're like, no, we're not doing that again. Uh, so that, you know, that's good on CAS, but they are, you know, they are starting to grade more custom stuff. Yeah, I mean, some of those custom stuff, it's pretty uh, obvious what is vintage and what is custom. Right. And if they want to custom, if they want to, if they, if they're going to accept it and people are willing to pay for it, what's the difference? I think when people see a 90, uh, 12 back, a 90 grade 12 back, they're, they're like, wow, I see why you graded that. But if they see a custom figure that's graded, you're like, why did you waste your money? Like there is a difference in collectors minds and i say that waste the money not that you're wasting your money i'm not making any judgments i'm just saying um that's i guess i am making a judgment forget it <laughs> we are making judgments but yeah and I, I, I no no I, I mean yeah if you want to spend 100 bucks grading a custom figure go for it man i'm not going to tell you how to spend your money yeah i wouldn't grade it i would like you say display right well I would, when i, I would say do grading, more display the, the cas because i know afa want to do it yeah, but I could see if you want to display a custom that has different pieces and stuff like that. You go to CAS and you get it, for whatever reason, you get it archived. Right, and they, they CAS does something that's called exploding. So what they'll do is like if you have a box of something with a bunch of stuff in it, they'll explode it. So you have the box, they'll grade, they'll, they'll put the box in the display, and then all the different pieces have their own little uh, other box or own little section. So they'll they'll archive it together and so you get this display that you can look at the whole thing um and it's just it's a really beautiful display when it's when they do it and it's yeah. done on a good looking piece to where if you just display a, a white box like the the uh death star one of death star escape or something it's a white box micro collection and i had one i've seen them exploded and they look great yeah i agree so yeah, I think. I, go ahead. I don't know. I lost it. I mean, if you guys have an opinion, email us. I mean, we love getting emails uh, from people. We can read them and and talk about it. You know, give give some more discussion to it. Because uh, I mean, we don't have all the answers. We're just no. We're just talking a couple out of podcasters, and huh? We're just talking out our rears. I'll change my yeah, pretty language. much. Because yeah, we needed a topic this week. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to close this out because right now the thing that I'm not reason I'm not using AFA is just because the turnaround time. I don't want to be without something for six months or seven months, whatever the case may be. I the, understand yeah. that it's getting better, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I I a thousand percent agree. My the piece I have with them right now, I should have had it at the first week of August, so it's a month behind. Yeah, we're almost mid September now yeah yeah i was uh, you know so and i'm not griping and yeah the turnaround time i know they're busy the, during the pandemic they had to lay a lot of not lay a lot of people off but they shut down for a while and uh you know you're trying they're, they're i mean to give them credit they've they've cut out a lot of what they're doing so now i think the only loose things they do right now are star wars they won't grade anything else loose everything else has got to be boxed uh so I mean they're 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 trying, 
but it it's still it's a six month wait from stuff from AFA right now. I don't know what CAS is running. I don't know. I haven't sent anything to them in a while. And I think if we were to ask five people or you know fifty people what their opinion is, we'd get fifty different answers. Oh yeah. I I'm not I'm not against the people who decide to grade their items. I'm against the people who are grading things to quickly turn a profit. Yeah, I can see. I yeah, I agree. The prices with that. up. So, yeah, no, I agree. It just it I I don't mind grading. I don't like grading my men on card stuff because it just I like it in Ian's cases better. Uh, it's the same. You get the same feel. Um, as far as you know, if if I was going to do like a vinyl cape Jawa or DT Luke or DT anything, something that's very expensive, I'd want to spend the money to have it or have, buy it graded. I'd rather spend the extra money because you know what you're getting at that point. Mm -hmm. In conclusion. Yeah. In I think conclusion. That, in conclusion, I think this is going to be a continual concern in the hobby until uh, because we're, I guess we're like the hobby just in general worries or they're, just nerdy care i don't i don't know i think it's going to continue to thrive as a, a concern on the back burner until it's actually happened and then when it if it if it ever did happen everyone's like see see they've been doing this this whole time and there's no evidence yeah. to that i i think people anytime there's a change people are concerned yeah and that was a big change when uh you know one company buying out another company especially when they're tied so you know tied together like that and because we're, the, we, we're integrity where integrity is an issue there and, there we go and we should also say because we know people who work at afa uh they've reported that there's been no change since right i'm not speaking of right they've you're looking at me yeah, with a blank face no uh, sorry i'm just listening to you but no, like the 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 offices and stuff hadn't changed or i don't think there's been a change in the leadership i know they haven't moved the offices you know they're still here in georgia uh and they haven't been told to do this or that. Everything is business as usual. Right. So just trying to be fair. Right. That's all we're trying to be is fair and be like, is it, you know, yes, it's a concern, but we also haven't seen it, <laughs> seen it uh, that's become not, a concern yet. That's not my concern with grading, grading apparently. <laughs> no, it's not. Your, your concern is flippers. Flippers using that to drive prices up in the hobby. That's my concern. Especially new people coming into the hobby and, and whatever. Right. And, and it does. Yeah. I'm not trying to get too specific. Right. I got you. I see what you're I know what you're saying. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've got a few graded pieces. I don't, I don't necessarily have an issue with grading. I, I, you know, it does look good if it's done right. It, it looks good. And the new cases that they're both AFA and CAS are doing, they both look good. Yeah. Unless you do that one company and P, what is it? There's another. Never mind. I won't mention them. Unless you use Joe Schmo's grading company, <laughs> which there's a Joe Schmo's great. Not his name's not Joe Schmo, but there's yeah. There's another grading company like some dude. It's almost like some dude in his basement grading stuff. So uh, if you have any uh, opinions on this, let us know. You could send us an email. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com or just comments on the, the photo we share on Facebook on Tuesdays to let us know what you think, where you land on this topic. It'd be interesting to see what other people think. 
but I'm pretty sure it's a concern that everyone has, but there's no evidence that it's happened yet. There might right. be, there maybe people are like, no concern. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, and I, I was just to totally change the subject to get it on a better mood. Um, do you want to go to New York city comic-con? No. You know, who's going to be there? Is uh, doc going to be there? And Michael J. Fox. Oh, really? $1,000 for an autograph. From both of them? Or it's, it's a, uh, uh, no, I don't think it's, a, I think thousand. for both of them, it's like a thousand bucks for a picture and autograph. Or Oh, it's a picture too. Yeah. So what they do, and they do a photo with both of them or it's something stupid, insane. And I'm just like, why has it got to be New York City? Because it's New York City. Because it's New York City Comic Con, and you know it's gonna be something like freaking celebration where it's like, hey, bye. Yeah. They won't okay. even look up at you. Yeah, take your fit their photo. Okay, see ya. Bye. Right. Thanks for well, sharing least, these three seconds with me. At least Doc Brown is, you know, Christopher Lloyd's looking happy in his pictures now. Back to when they were first doing that crap, he looked like he could be, you know, could give two shits about it. Yeah. And it's like these people are paying hundreds of dollars to meet you, man. Come on, smile. Did you see Harrison Ford get a little teary-eyed from Indiana Jones? I did not see the video, but I heard it. Yeah, he got really, he heard about it. He got really choked up talking about it and how proud he was of the film. And um, this is his last Indiana Jones. They didn't announce the title, so I'm wondering if it's just called Indiana Jones. Huh. So which one is Last Crusade, the first one? Which one, how do they go in order? Which is the first Indiana Jones movie? Which one do you think? Or would it be Temple of Doom? Temple of <laughs> Doom chronologically is the first one. It takes place a year before Raiders of the Lost Ark, but Raiders of the Lost Ark came out first. Okay. And then it was Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, Indiana Jones, and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I knew Crystal Skull was the last one because everybody hated that one because it had Shia LaBeouf in it. But we... um. My step, my mother-in-law put it on one of the Indiana Jones movies. I forgot which one it was, and it, wow, what graphics of it was were awesome. It was the dude, the one with the dude with the glasses that melt his face melts at the end. Yeah, that's Raiders. That's the first one. Okay, where he goes to the bar and everybody, yeah. there's a fire and there's a fire gunfight and there's yeah. fire all over the place in the yeah. bar. I was like, yeah. all right. I guess maybe people look at Star Wars the same way, but I guess I need to look at. I see them as cousins because they both are brain children of George Lucas. Uh huh. And the plane in Raiders of the Lost Ark has OB3PO on the side of it. Uh, in the hieroglyphics of um, the Well of Souls, there are R2D2 and C3PO in the background. Uh, mm-hmm. In Temple of Doom, it's Club Obi Wan that they first are inside of. You see that as they fly out. I think there's a couple of things in uh, um, uh, Last Crusade, and then definitely in C- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Indiana Jones says, "I have a bad feeling about this." Oh man! So I see them as cousins. And well, uh, well, what if what if Indiana Jones is Han Solo's dreams while he's frozen? All right, all right. I'm getting tired of that joke. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. If you, I'm just going to end it because of that. <laughs> If you could, please, please leave a like and a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. If it's allowed, it helps us out and points people to our show. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us 
We love feedback, especially this episode. We really like to know what you think. We'd love to make you part of the show. Uh, Sam, I'm looking at you for feedback. You're usually <laughs> chiming in on that one. Our email yeah. is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. Uh, Te habla espanol. You should listen to his podcast, Rock the Force, which is a Spanish podcast. This week, he has the commander of the Puerto Rican Favo First on. Uh-huh. In a whole interview, I just wish I could listen to it because I don't understand Spanish. I wish I, he, I, I feel I, and I, I, Alfonso's a great dude and he sent it to me. He sent me a link and I'm like, dude, I, I wish I could. I just yeah. I don't speak Spanish. I don't understand it. No sé. Lo siento, pero no comprendo. No sé. I don't know. It's been a while. El, El Bano. That's all I know. <laughs> the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Donde está El Bano? El Bano? Donde yeah. está El Bano? No necesito lechuga. <laughs> no me gusta. No me gusta. Uh, te amo. Yo soy muy, and, ro- yo soy muy <laughs> romántico. And then my daughter can hold spe- hold uh, freaking conversations in three different languages. And, yeah. and uh, thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the music. <laughs> Asbro, re-release VC66, hashtag vote with your wallet. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. This is the way. That was a killer. That was uh It was fucking awesome. Oh my gosh, it was oh, heartbreaking. Man. I mean, I get it from your perspective, but you know, as somebody who lives in Atlanta now, it's like go Atlanta and you lose by one point in the last three <laughs> minutes of the game. It's like, come on. With a 17 point lead. Yeah. It's like, how did you guys kill that? You guys look so good. My buddy kept going. Falcons are gonna falcon. Yeah, they fell apart. It was it was oh, heartbreaking.